Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And welcome to our Monday Mind Mugs. Today, we are going to talk about three things your boss wishes you did more. Only three? I know. Look, we're talking about the things that everyone's thinking but not saying which is why we are here because we are just going to put ourselves out there and yes, say so we are going <laughs> to challenge our inner boss lady people I think the first one for me in particular the one thing that I see in a lot of people that I work with and I manage is just not backing yourself I think the first thing that mm. your boss wishes you did more and I know that I can probably speak for any bosses in mine in the past Take notes of this is to <laughs> is to back yourself more take some more chances and risks don't be afraid and back yourself you're in your role for a reason mm. stop letting yourself get ahead of where you could be yeah and I think you just need to back yourself well it's that self-doubt thing it comes back to it like it's hard to give someone confidence like that's something that needs to be cultivated for yourself like people can believe in you but you really need to back yourself first and really believe in yourself to be able to get to where you need to go and I I see such talented amazing people oh incredible have such little confidence in themselves and and I wish they would just back themselves and just be like I am incredible yeah yeah list probably like (laughs) listen three things you most wish is you lose more one listen to us when we tell you're amazing you are amazing Yes. It's not a lie. We do not lie. The second tip would be to communicate more. Yes. I think this is really important. People in I think when it comes to people in office or even people with it like a an employee employer relationship there is an element of things unsaid. I think on my end, I, I didn't really say if I was struggling because it's like a admit of defeat. Mm. If you are feeling overworked, it's kind of like I don't want to say it. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's a pride thing, yeah, for sure. I think the more you're able to communicate and have that back and forth with a manager or with your boss, the more you're going to be able to build up that confidence in terms of your relationship and how your style of communication between the two. And I think, you know, if someone is struggling or if someone is, you know, not having a good time at work, I would much rather know than be surprised six months later when someone leaves or is unhappy or I find them struggling in their work. And I feel like you and I are really good at being able to call people up and be like, hey, what's going on, what's happening, but I would come from you too. Yeah. I would love it if I don't know my team specifically, because I know they already do a really great job of being able to communicate, but I would always hope that if there was ever a problem or something going on, that they could come to me and have that discussion. Because I know on the other side, when I was having these kind of the opposite sort of relationships with my manager, I always wish that I could have spoken up more. It's terrifying to do. That was my biggest issue. One of my biggest, biggest ongoing years and years and years issue was that I did not communicate when I was struggling Mm. and I just did not communicate correctly to my boss. Mm. I would get an earful every single time and be like, why do you just stop talking? Yeah. <laughs> and I was don't like, shut down. <laughs> I was like, because that's, I don't know, that's how I thought I was doing the right thing. Mm. But your boss wishes that you did communicate more what you're feeling. They want you there. They want to find a way to motivate you. Yeah. If you're feeling unmotivated, if you're feeling like you need different ways to motivate yourself, please communicate it. Mm-hmm. 
And our third tip is, or not our, first, not our third tip, our third thing that we know your boss wishes you did was to take a lunch break. Please Simple. take a lunch so, break. So it is not a badge of honor. <laughs> and I'm telling, I'm looking at myself on the screen right now and telling myself it is not a flex to not take a lunch break. Yeah. That is not a flex. A flex is the ability to take a lunch break because you have worked smarter throughout the day so you can enjoy your day, set boundaries, enjoy the sun if the sun is out. I think lunch breaks I still struggle with taking. Yeah. And I don't know why. It's like the guilt. Like sometimes I feel, you know, when you're walking outside or something, like everyone's, no one is, by the way, but everyone's looking you're like, oh, they're taking a lunch break. And it's like, yeah, because like I yeah. need to eat and it's beautiful and an hour off is only going to make me more productive. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like your own thing in your head where it's like, I need to prove that I'm hustling and I'm doing this. But your boss wishes that you would take your lunch breaks because at the end of the day, what does your boss want you to be? More productive, more efficient, and the best at your job. And in order to be those three things, you must take your lunch breaks and you must take time for yourself. Yes, absolutely. Making sure that you do that because no one thinks it's a flex. Honestly, <laughs> it's not a that break. I think is a very like toxic, like early 2000s work culture yeah. vibe. Yeah. And I think that needs Ooh, to. Early 2000s. I reckon when we started in the workforce, it yeah. was probably like that. And too. look, everyone's, I think everyone's had like an experience with the type of workplace that's like, no, that's the vibe. No one takes a lunch break. Everyone stays in. Look, to be honest, people are taking it somewhere else. Either they're, they're sitting on Facebook scrolling if they're not actually taking a lunch break. So I would much rather my yes. team get out, clear their head, come back to your desk. And I also think that it's important we take our own advice. So we have been doing it more and honestly, better for it. I do not, and I want someone to prove me wrong, but I do not think it is humanly possible to work at your best for eight hours straight. I do not believe that it is possible. I think that you get fatigued. You need to get your eyes away. Like different workforces, I understand. I'm talking about in an office in front of a computer. Your eyes are tired. You need to go see the outside world. There is an outside world around you. And I think taking that lunch break is really, really important. If you are in a management position, it's also setting that example for your team. Mm. Because what you might not understand as well is that they're looking at you. You lead by example. So as a manager, if you're not taking those lunch breaks and you're not looking after yourself, how does your team then think it's okay when they go and do it? Yeah. You need to set that example for your team and let them know that it is okay to take your lunch breaks. It is okay to balance your work life and you're still going to be very successful by doing that. Absolutely. So those are our three things that your boss wishes that you knew. If you like this episode, please, please, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. It means the world to us and we will be back in your ears this Wednesday for another whip with us. See you then. Bye. Bye.